You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6-5, U.S. only. Introducing my new $4.99 Spicy Chicken Strips Combo. 100% all-white meat strips with crunchy batter and the perfect kick of spice. The chicken is bigger, tastier, and only $4.99 with fries and a drink. Go get it. Plus tax. Limited time only. Price and participation varies. Three-piece combo with small drink and fries. The following is a Sweet Truth Media production. It may not be suitable for all audiences. Sisters, get around. It's time for the sanctuary of sweet truth. Hey, this is uh, Sugar Shane. Welcome to another episode. I think what my damn name was there for a minute. Welcome to I was going to see if you forget your name. <laughs> Welcome to, I was trying to figure out if it was time to say my name or say the show's name. Welcome to the section where Sweet Church. got my co-host here with me, Billy Dees. What's going on, man? And you do have us in the Sanctuary Sweet Truth, correct? Yes, we are in the correct spot. Okay. Now, everything's lined up in this proper area and format and everything's going And we're doing so. good. All right. Yeah, very well. We're doing good. It's a, thir- it's a Thursday miracle. Yeah. Yeah. How's y'all been the last few days? Oh, okay, I guess. How about you, uh, Jack? I've been all right. Just kind of cold, <laughs> you know. Oh, God. So, it's going to get colder. Supposed to have some snow yeah. coming in tomorrow or Saturday. Oh, yeah. Saturday, yeah. It's supposed to want to really roll in on Saturday, yeah. And then it's well, going to hit again on Sunday, I believe. I don't know. Everybody's saying that it's going to be like two feet of snow or whatever. It's going to be like every other time. Everybody gets riled up and we get like five inches. That's, that's what, what I'm heard, that's what I That's what the Weather Channel's saying. The Weather Channel I've been listening to has uh, been saying three to five inches in our area, where I'm at anyway, here in the falls. So, I mean, of course, up north, they may end up getting more with lake effect snows where your mom lives and stuff. They might end up with 15 inches. Yeah, yeah but it's, yeah. it's coming from the west, though, so I don't think lake oh, effect is going okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, I saw that on the map, because below us, it's rain as it's getting here. It's turning into snow. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, my son did good on his uh, skin tag removal yesterday. Oh, good, good. That went well. I'm so glad, too, because if this didn't go through, if he didn't uh, cooperate with this and it went well, he's going to have to be put to sleep and do it that way. And I didn't want him to have to do yeah. that, that three years. Was it old, that man. big? It was a little, How big was it? It was a pretty decent size. It's about like the size of a mole, but the doctor said oh. that it'll never go away on its own. You have to have it. Oh, that, and he'll keep picking at it too. Yeah, yeah. It, it, he would pick at it. It would bleed and everything else. So we had to get rid of it. It was just on the way to do it. Uh, but it went well. So thank goodness for that. He screamed a little when they started to give him a needle, but once they got the needle in and everything, they had to. Of course, they got people holding him down. And all that because it's three they have to do that but, uh, right right it lasted it's about probably a little bit terrifying yeah it lasted probably all of three to four minutes probably i'd imagine at the most and it was done and he got a little puppy beanie baby so he was a puppy or whatever you call that thing he was happy with it so so you had another toy to add to the mountain huh yeah yeah they told him all thank you so <laughs> we all it all went good so hopefully we survive this snow. I'm so not looking. We'll survive it, but I'm so not looking forward to it. I'm so dreading it. And yeah, I'm at- supposed to go to a, I'm supposed to go to Elyria on Saturday because I got the, <laughs> the weekend wrong that I was supposed to go up there. And man, if it's going to be like blizzarding and everything, I'm probably just going to be like, ah, I'll catch you next week, dude. You know? Shit, yeah, dude. I wouldn't waste. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, because you're going further north. If you're yeah. going south, I might say go ahead. You might turn it into rain, you know, hitting rain. But hell no, nah. if you're going to them, nah, I wouldn't go up that way. That's up to you. Hell no, I'm, 
I'm going to kind of like look outside and assess it before I go. Right, right, right. Go from there. Right. And find out how it is up there. Yeah. I'll probably text him tomorrow and see what he says. I don't know. I think he's working tonight, so it's kind of pointless to text him. Right. Well, uh, as I've been posting on Facebook, 97 had a little bit of a significance today. Prince Philip, at 97 years old, had a car accident right near the uh, Buckingham Palace there. But he's okay. Why he's driving yeah. at 97. Yeah, he rolled it. Like, yeah. 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 Why he's driving at 97 years old is fucking beyond me. And he's got damn people to drive a car for him. He don't shit. But, yeah. But I guess that's one of them things, you know, I could see it. You know, 97 years old, you know, you ain't got along. You want to be able to do something still, you know. So I, got, I know in my case, I get kind of sketchy when I'm in a car with somebody else driving because I'm yeah. so used to driving just by myself. Right. That, you know, I'm like, oh, you're going too fast. You're too close to that car. I am the same way. I'm the same way. Christine, I'll tell you that. I'm like that with her. We've been together all these years, but I still be like, whoa, hit the brake or don't ride this or, you know, be all flipping out. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a person to ride with too well. I don't get crazy though. I don't like you know get you know grab steering wheel or nothing like that. You know that crazy shit. I don't know people who grab steering wheels get ejected from my car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll put up with that. Oh hell no! That you, not putting on seatbelts. I've kicked somebody out of my car before for not putting their seatbelt on. Yeah, I don't know why anybody wouldn't wear a seat, but I've been wearing one before. It was law. Long before. So, Betty White turned ninety-seven. Yeah, yeah, I heard. I heard that. Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, I know she's she's funny as hell. And Carol Channing, I don't know if you know who she is. She's a Broadway star. Yeah. Okay. She died at ninety-seven. I, I, you know, to be honest, I didn't know that she was still alive. I didn't either. Because uh, I, I, I hadn't heard hadn't heard anything about her in years. And uh, I remember when I was really young, and she always, my perception of her was that she was always older even then. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was, uh, well, she was to... obviously a, most known for Broadway. But, yeah, she was somewhat of a comedian, somewhat of a character, too, on TV. Well, she would have been a lot older even then, because you think about it, 40 years ago, she was still in her late 50s. <laughs> so, I mean... Yeah, that would have been. I think she did a guest appearance. She would have been 57, yeah. Right. And I think she did guest appearances on Carol Burnett's show, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I remember her being on those sort of like comedy sketches and stuff like that. I don't remember what shows, but I remember her being on that. Right. But. So that was the significance of 97, that everything there was kind of, you know, just had a birth and deaths and, well, you know. Yeah. Was, everything so do you like you know, i didn't know betty white was still alive oh yeah 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 she's big oh yeah she's still pretty active yeah oh yeah, yeah. She, i know y'all don't she watch has it. those commercials and yeah i just I, I haven't seen anything about her for quite a while kind of like you haven't with carol burnett you know right so uh carol burnett she's still going strong we follow her on instagram i, I watch her i watch her all the time on there because uh she's uh not got a show or anything, but she does. She's involved with the community a lot. Does a lot of stuff with the public. But uh, yeah, but she's still going strong. And uh, yeah, I like Betty White though. She's cool. I like you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah I've seen she's her. Like a very nice person. Yeah, I've seen her because she's done a few things with WWE in the past, uh, promotions and stuff. She's a big fan. Actually, people wouldn't know that. But I want to see. Is. I want to see her get in the ring. Yeah, I want to see Big Show choke slammer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's funny. She'd probably kick the crap out of Big Show, man. She probably could. She's a, I tell you, she's a feisty old woman. <laughs> but she's funny. Have you heard about this Gillette commercial? Oh, God. Yeah. That, ain't this some shit? Hey, I've got uh, an idea. Let's alienate our entire audience. Yeah. Or our entire yeah. uh, customer base. That's yeah, a good idea. Yeah, the, the ones that use it the most are men. <laughs> and you're going to talk about boys will be boys, yeah, same old shit, or whatever, you know, it is in the commercial. It was a toxic, yeah, toxic masculinity is what they were uh, bitching about, I guess, yeah. And then it said, be all, 
I forget what their slogan is, and they changed it a little bit to where it was trying to tell you to be somebody else, you know, be change yourself and all this. It made it out to be in a commercial, I'll be honest with you, the way they made it look, they made it look like that most men think you ain't, that you got to be tough and you got to be this and that shit. And the I'm way like, it was shot, it kind of reminded me of that Pepsi commercial with Kylie Jenner that everybody like made fun of, like really, or yeah. honestly, for about six months. Yeah, yeah, the the you're right, Shane, because they were going after toxic masculinity. Is what they were. They weren't necessarily saying that all men are that way, but it was targeting. Yeah, yeah masculinity. Correct. I mean, that's like one person said. Newscaster said, "Well, hell." We can't be so damn political, politically correct. You can't be some things, you know. I mean, damn. What do you, what do you want all your men to be? A bunch of damn women? <laughs> I mean, yeah. shit. A woman's supposed. To, I mean, I'm not saying that, you know. I'm not nothing talking about gays. I'm talking about heterosexual relationships here. Not knocking nothing else. So don't get on the fucking bandwagon here. I'm just saying. <laughs> God damn. I, I, I'm just saying. I get so damn tired of this shit, man. Oh, you didn't mention this. Okay, I'm not. I'm not excluding nobody. I'm just. <laughs> concentrating on one fucking thing here. So a woman and the wants list a man. is getting longer. Yeah. Right. And a woman wants a man. They want a man most of the time. They don't want somebody to be a, you know, in touch with their feminine side to some degree. Oh, yeah. I think that's a necessity. But not a yeah. damn, but they don't, you know, shit. And I mean, it's just, it's getting crazy now. I, I know what, yeah, I, I, you're absolutely correct. There's absolutely no reason that we've gone off the deep end with this. Um, but by the same token, I do understand, uh, for example, I was uh, around alpha males my whole life. Very violent alpha males. And, uh, you know, this idea that you had to play football, you had to do, you know, you had to fight. You had to do this, that, and the other thing. Or you weren't a real man, and real men don't cry, and real men don't do this or that. It has contributed to a lot of health problems and emotional problems for a lot of men. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's absolutely no question about that. And, um, you know, that's the part I get. Uh, but by the same token, there's nothing wrong with, with uh, let's say, a traditional big, strong guy who, you know, wants to go out and do what men do, you know. Uh, if that's what he wants to do, there's nothing wrong with no, that either. Uh, uh-uh. Yeah. No, I don't. I, I agree. I mean, he's to each his own. But the man that wears a suit and tie and goes to work and works out of an office building shouldn't be looked on any less than a man that goes and puts his hands in grease and works on a car. Oh no, not at all. No, no they no. both. As long as they're both manning up and taking care of their responsibilities, that's what makes you a man. Not whether you get yeah. them, you know, punch, fight, and all that bullshit. I mean, it's all about whether you can do what you got to do when the time comes. Yeah, I just don't understand the connection between like disowning so-called toxic or masculinity and like razor blades like the marketer who came up with that i'm like i mean did you spend too much time on twitter is that what happened here yeah well well, what they wanted to do they're following a trend now to make social statements just like nike did okay so the trend now in, in advertising and marketing is to make a social statement so they took something that is aimed at at you know men and the the masculine, I guess, uh, act of shaving your face uh, to tie, tie that into you know anti uh, ma- uh, you know alpha male type uh, toxic masculinity, and uh, they also tied that into the treatment of women. And see, I, I don't necessarily make that connection. I hear again uh, the alpha males that I grew up with did not treat women badly. Exactly. If anything, uh, they respected and- them. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guys out there from every walk of life and every type of personality who treat women badly, and that's the problem. I, I don't right. know, pinning it on, on, on the guys who act tough, I, I don't um, I don't get that. Oh, it could be your everyday average Joe that you see walking down the street, man, that you, oh, think, yes. that you think's a nerd. Well, I, they could be the one beating absolutely. the hell out of their wife. I, I, over the years here, I've had a couple of... Uh, people that I've known and worked with and so on that uh, came to my attention that they were abusers and they were not the type that you would expect. I mean, these weren't burly, uh, you know, football types and, you know, the typical Neanderthal type, you know, football dude. This wasn't that, you know, these were guys that I never would have expected in a million years would have ever hit their wife. Mm. And a lot of that was tied into alcohol problems, which goes along with it. Right. Yeah, I was, uh, I never had that. Of course, like I said, I always tried to 
hang around. I was most of the time around women when I was a young kid. I used to stay in the house and talk with them. I didn't. There was times I'd get with the guys and talk, but it wasn't very often. But when I did, I would. Yeah. I don't remember being around a bunch of that. You know, like oh, you can't whoop somebody. You know, you gotta learn how to beat somebody's ass. You know, or trying to teach you nothing like that. I never had that. Yeah. I mean, uh, the only thing I've ever even told my kid is if you have to take up for yourself, you have to take up for yourself. I don't want to be pushed around by nobody. But right, I don't, right, but right. I don't want him to go in there walking in there and act like he's a badass either. So uh, you got to know where to draw the line. Yeah. Uh, this whole concept of like all these companies trying to make a social message and have people change their behavior kind of bugs me, though. Yeah, I need a giant company, multi-million dollar corporation telling me what to do. Yeah. You know? That's another part of it that kind of bugs me. Like, there was that one scene where that guy was going to, like, go and try and talk to that woman, and his buddy, like, pulls him away, and he's like, oh, no, don't be doing that. And it's it's just like, so we're not allowed to be attracted to each other anymore? Yeah. yeah. I mean... You can't even talk to a is, woman? Isn't that why we're here? Is um, attraction to each other as, like, men and women, or, you know, what? it's just, I don't know, it's, it's dumb. Like, I can't imagine what it's like dating nowadays, you know? Because one little misstep, man, and you're just, you're just done. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. I think the me. I, I, I think the Me Too movement started out okay. I think it started out all right for with the good intentions, and I think some people in it probably still do have good intentions. But I've been thinking that it's become such a political bunch of shit right now that I don't. I don't put about. I don't mean. But maybe I mean. But I don't put yeah. a lot of stock in the shit myself. And I don't. Well, mean, I'm at the point it. now where I don't even take it seriously anymore. No, like, uh. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Well, that everybody with, seems to have an agenda on either side. Yeah, and, yeah that's, uh, that's the problem. You know, you have these movements that seem fairly innocuous to start. You know, how could you possibly argue with this? And then the next thing you know, it gets folded into a wider agenda where that where where they're trying to produce some sort of a cultural shift, and and it becomes a political movement at that point. And if you disagree with them, then you're going to get, you know, you're really in trouble because you're going to get labeled a hater and, and, and somebody who's enabling bad behavior and all this other stuff. Um, and, you know, that's part of the reason that we have this polarized uh, culture that we do, because you just can't seem to have a nuanced conversation about anything anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. No. Uh-uh. It's like if you say something, you're against everybody. Yeah, and there well, like, look at look at Black Lives Matter. You know, it started out as um, a movement yeah. that's saying, you know, yeah, we're people too, and all that, which is a fine message. Don't get me wrong. Oh, absolutely was. But absolutely. then when you got the people who hijacked it, just basically becoming black supremacists. Yeah, that's when you start to have a problem with it. And then if you try and you know point this out, or you know point out that all lives matter, or you know whatever, you know, then you automatically get branded a rape or branded a racist. Yeah, and it's yeah. like I don't have a racist bone in my body, but I could also, you know, not disagree with some of the stuff you're pulling, like some of the violence at some of these demonstrations and all that. And I'll say the same thing for groups like Antifa. I mean, yeah, it, it, I don't know how making a statement against a group that you don't agree with or whatever the case may be makes you a racist. I mean, that just doesn't. That never has. That's always boggled my mind. I mean, you just go ahead and automatically assume that. I mean, it's not like you sit down and talk to me and ask me why I feel this way. I, most of the time, if I say something about, like, you know, black, about Black Lives Matter, that all lives matter, or whatever the case may be, if you say it to the wrong, if I say it to the wrong person, the first response I get is you're racist, and I'm like, well, how do you know that? And they don't yeah. know. They don't even know the reason why I am against it. They don't even take the time to ask. They just automatically go ahead and say you're racist. I'm like, dude, that's a bunch of shit, man. Well, that's the problem. Our discourse in this country is broken down to, I don't agree with you, so you're a fucking Nazi. Or you're a pedophile. Or you're a racist, you know? Like, instead of actually trying to talk stuff out or debate things out, you just get a bunch of people pointing fingers at each other like we're on the playground. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the tactic... Actually, if you look into the history of this, there's, there's a story, and I don't have the exact details, but it involved LBJ. And he was in a uh, a, a political uh, fight with, I believe it was a senator or something like that. And he instructed his staff to uh, uh, make an accusation. And uh, his staff said, well, we don't have any evidence that that actually happened, sir. And his answer was, well, I know it didn't. I just want to hear the son bitch deny it. <laughs> okay. Oh. And, and that's the tactic. 
that that is the tactic that works especially on the left and here again um, for those that don't know i don't have a political ideology i can but i know what the tactics are of both sides and it's the left that puts you in a situation where you have to defend yourself and being accused of any of these things no matter what it is rapist what have you no matter what you say to exonerate yourself, you're always going to sound just a little bit guilty, and people will always remember that you were accused. Yep. And th- that's the weapon right there. Yeah. That's the weapon. Yeah, that's true. Oh, as a liberal who hates other liberals, uh, you know, I agree, and I think it's kind of a disgusting tactic, too, because it doesn't really get you anywhere. And all it does is it just redirects everybody's attention on the one person instead of, you know, the issue at large. Yeah. And then nothing ever gets solved, and nobody ever does anything about it. And yeah. I just I hate it. Yeah, we, sp- we spend so much time on one thing while we let a bunch of other shit go. Pretty much what it boils down to. Yeah. You know, and it's ridiculous. Well, we're into day 27 now of the government shutdown. And yep. apparently Nancy Pelosi threatened Donald Trump that she was going to postpone the State of the Union address. That is correct. Until the where you come to an agreement. And I kind of agree with that. What the hell's the point of having a State of the Union address when the damn government shut down? Yeah, I don't have a problem with it either. That don't make sense to me. I mean, why are you going to get up there and say, well, I just want to get up there and tell you we're shut down right now. That'd be the shortest damn State of the Union address there is. Of course, he'd yeah. brag about himself for about 20 fucking minutes, so I'd take up part of it. But I'm just saying. Well, yeah, that's what the Democrats are afraid of. He's going to get up there and use it as a, uh, you know, a, a, bully puppet, a bully pulpit to talk about how bad the Democrats are. Oh, that's and quite frankly, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, quite frankly, their response to the to the last thing that he did with Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer was a disaster. Yeah. And they don't they don't want to be faced with having to do that again. So the the alternative seems to be to shut down the address, which, quite frankly, has merit, like you guys just said. But uh, what we're going to get to, I, I presume, is what you're going to get to is he canceled the, her trip by canceling the uh, the, uh, you know, the Air Force escort and all that, which, quite frankly, if, if it's if it's just to shut down the, the address then these uh, little junkets off to wherever you're going to go for political purposes, uh, those should be off, too. Well, she was supposed, they were supposed to be going to see troops. Yeah. And yeah. She was also going to be having a, ma- or a meeting with NATO as well to yeah. uh, reaffirm our alliance and all that. And yeah. uh, the way he did it, too, though, was, was kind of messed up because he pretty much announced where she was going you know, before the trip happened. Oh, I mean, that's okay. a huge security yeah. breach right there. Yeah, like, before right, even the, right. the letter was even, like, leaked, he was like, oh, she's going to go this place, this place, and this place, and then took away her, and then said that she could fly a commercial air or flight to Iraq <laughs> right, or to right, a, yeah. Afghanistan and do a war oh, that was that, that was a stab in the ribs. There's no doubt yeah. about that. Yeah, it's like, and, so you're trying to get your Speaker of the House killed? I mean, that's kind of messed yeah. up. Yeah, well, obviously, she was going to be making political statements along the way here. She was going to be at NATO, and she was, oh, you yeah. know, she was... She was going as a Democrat, all right, and you you can slice it and dice it, and and that's fine. Uh, but if 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 you're going to say that the the president of the United States can't give the the, the address, which is, has merit, I, I don't argue that. Then some of these other uh, you know political trips or what have you that the government is doing, and you're using United States resources for that, which in a lot of cases are not being funded right now, then maybe you should stay home. Well, at the same time, too, he uh, he just sent Melina Trump down to Mar a Lago right. on right. a government plane. Oh, did he? Yeah, oh, yeah. Exactly. I did. I did hear. It. Yeah, it was prearranged, though. Yeah, but I did. I did hear that. That is and, correct. Yeah. And during the shutdown, he's taken his trip to Iraq, where he blew a bunch of uh, foreign uh, operatives cover, by the way. And um, did he really? Yep, he released all the photos that were meant to be like for personal use to brag about. Hey, I went and saw the troops after two years of people, you know. You know, pestering oh, me about it, oh, oh, oh. and their faces ended up uh, being shown. And there goes their careers doing that. Um, uh, he's also taken federal planes down to the border wall. I mean, this is why I just think that his whole "oh, well, it's the shutdown, and you need to be here" is is kind of dumb on its face. Oh, yeah, so. I, I don't argue that. They're they're both playing games uh, now. From what I he- I did hear, some kind of trip that he was supposed to take. 
uh, for some economic summit or something, he is canceling. Well, yeah, that's just because he got caught being a hypocrite, so he's got to do something to point everybody else in the other direction. They're all hypocrites, and, uh, you know, here uh, again. Ain't a, ain't a politician at all, a day, it ain't a hypocrite. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I ain't see one. <laughs> you know, what's interesting, though, is, is the State of the Union, isn't that, uh, now you would probably know this, Jack, isn't that stipulated in the Constitution that he has to do that? I believe so. Um, I don't think an exact time of the month or date, though, is explicitly. I could be wrong, but I I think there's a mention that he has to do it every year, but I I don't know if it's said when. I know it's always in January, but that doesn't mean that it had. It doesn't necessarily state that it has to be in January. I don't know. I just know they always have it, usually about the third week of the month. Around the twentieth, something usually around the inauguration date. To be honest, the same date as that. Usually when they uh, have the State of the Union address around that same time. Yeah, it's it, traditionally it's somewhere around there, but I don't think it's explicitly stated. Right, right, right. Yeah. But um, uh, you know what's been amusing me is uh, all this hate for uh, Alexandria uh, Ocasio Cortez. Did you see the latest thing that the Republicans were trying to smash her for? And then literally the entire internet was like, uh, this is uh, adorable. No. They found a video of her um, with a beer in her hand or something and dancing in college. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And everybody was like, no, that's adorable. Like, what, we're not allowed to have fun? <laughs> you yeah. Know? Now, she has said some oddball things. I'm sure you saw the, the video about the three departments or three chambers of, of government. And she's, so I don't remember what she said they were. Something like um, uh, the, the, the presidency, the Congress, and, and the House and the Senate or something. I, I don't know what it was, but it was, it was way off the wall. Okay, that's uh, nice. Yeah, she, said, she has said some oddball things. And, and I'll tell you what, uh, when she was talking about some of her budget proposals and CNN goes after you saying that they're not realistic, when CNN is yeah. grilling a liberal, you know she's off the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they be praising you even when you're shitting on the floor. They don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But I, I, I agree with that. There was a lot of what's been directed at at her has been unfair, uh, and quite frankly, a lot of first time congressmen are green to the process. I mean that that's not that unusual. It just kind of seems amateur to me, though. You know, like that's the best you guys could come up with. Like, yeah, really. Come that on. that video was odd, and and yeah, that's just ridiculous. We all are better than that. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, drinking beer is a bad thing. When, yeah. when, when you're, <laughs> remember how bad it was <laughs> during a certain uh, judicial appointment a couple of months ago. Remember <laughs> yeah, how bad it was. <laughs> exactly. 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 It wasn't bad then. It was perfectly normal. That's what college kids do. <laughs> oh wait, uh, women can't be doing that though. Yeah, uh, no, no, uh, no, can't have that. Only guys can do that. Also, yeah. dancing is forbidden. It's now outlawed in the entire United yes. States of America. We're going back to 1950s again. So yeah, the forbidden uh, dance. While yes. we're at it, we're going to ban billiards and uh, I don't know what was the other old timey thing that wasn't allowed. Cards. Yeah. Probably yeah. So, oh, it's just dumb. I thought I'd point that out though because it amused me. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Uh, Michael Cohen has uh, now come out and stated that he, under the direction of Donald Trump, hired an IT firm to rig online polling favor in favor of Trump. That's a shock. Now, I, if they can somehow come up with evidence to this, that ain't good. For him, I, I'm not sure what what he's trying to what he's talking about when he's talking about a polling company. I mean, it's one thing if you're talking about a, a poll a polling center as in a voting center. It's another thing if you're talking about like a, a, a Gallup research poll. Right. If he's trying to do that, there's really I, I don't know what the legalities are of that. But I, I mean, I, I question a lot of a lot of polls the results of them as it is. Um, and it, a lot of times it depends on who sponsored the poll. You know, when, when you have a Republican, let's say, uh, running in a certain district and he wants to get polling, he's going to phrase that question in a way that, you know what I mean, that, it, that it's going to make him look good. So that's why you, you always have to um, take any of those polls with a, with a grain of salt. So I'm not sure exactly what he's referring to there. 
please circle whatever answer or, or describes you best. I love Donald Trump and I call him daddy or B I'm a, um, I'm a communist pinko left <laughs> yeah, Antifa exactly. supporter. <laughs> Trump's approval rating, 97%. Yeah, absolutely. There you yeah. go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, somehow they were rigged according to him. Uh, so I'm, it's a possibility. I mean, I don't know exactly if they got any evidence of this or not. If he does, then Donald Trump could very well be called to the stand, though. So I'm confused. Are you talking about push polling? Or are you talking about like online, interfering at no, the polls? Online polling. Who, oh, that? Yeah, the voting that was done online, which is done a lot nowadays. A lot more than so many people. people oh, that's what you're talking about. Okay, yeah. I, I totally did not understand that. Okay. Yeah, he hired an, inter, an IT, internet, uh, whatever department, to rig online plotting, polling, I mean, in favor of Trump. Okay. And he, and he said he was told by Trump to do so. If he somehow proves this, or somehow can lead speculation to where it looks like it's a good damn possibility, he could be called. I don't know. It's kind of dirty, but I don't think that's necessarily illegal. Oh, got to be illegal. You're tampering with voters. It's got to be illegal on some level. Got to be. Well, if you you think about it, a political advertisement does the same thing. You know, tries to manipulate voters. Well, that's true. But yeah, that's what about, I'm, I'm a little foggy on what happened. But you're here. manipulating. No, they were manipulating the actual votes. Not the oh, votes. So, yeah. so you mean the electronic machines that the votes are counted on? No, they did the. Re- it was online voting. There's vote. You can vote online. Somehow they did something with an IT department. So they were skewing the results of a poll. Right, and they were rigging the oh. online part. And they would do it that's... in the favor of Trump rigging it. I mean, to me, that's a little bit different than an advertisement. An advertisement, yeah, they're going to try to manipulate you, but that's what you expect because they're going to be an ad about themselves. They're not going to get on there and say, i tell you what, that guy right there, he's an excellent guy. I mean, he does the best job in the world. He's so fucking good. It's unbelievable. But if you can, would you please vote for me? That ain't the kind of damn ad you're going to hear. You expect him to get on there and talk shit about the other guy. But this here, you're actually turning everything else. To me, it seems like it could be a little illegal. I'm not saying you're going to get, you know, 40 years in prison. But it's definitely got to be something shady about it. And it shouldn't. It should be questioned by somebody that's holding a presidential office, in my opinion. I don't know if DDoSing and uh, bombing polls was illegal. I'm pretty sure most of 4chan would be in jail by now. Um, I don't know. I think that's another thing that, like, registers more as scummy but not illegal. Right. Now, if he was actually going into, like, the voting machines and manipulating votes and stuff like that, yes, that's a, yeah, that's that's a different. bad yeah. federal crime. But, I mean, just uh, screwing the poll results, I, I don't see that as being – I mean, unless, like, he hired Russian bots or he did something like that, you know, over international lines, then perhaps that could be some kind of crime. Right. But I I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence about that. I'm still waiting to see what comes of this. There's going to be more come out with this deal here, I believe, before it's all said and done. Uh, I don't know what yet, but I think there's going to be more come out of that, whether it be stuff he hasn't told yet or laid down the road. I don't know yet, but because uh, there's just, there's still something involved with that Russia deal. That there is no way in the hell nobody can tell me it ain't the case. I'm not talking about votes so much as I am that he's got some kind of deal that he. I mean, there's just something going on there, and I'll always say it's not something to do with his finances, and that's why you know it's just. So there's something there, and I just don't know what. Well, apparently now there's a new blacklist out on the market. I don't know if you've heard about this, but Google will blacklist certain things, and you can't be searched on their thing. Uh, pro-life. I don't know if it's pro-life organizations or just the term pro-life, but the pro-life videos of YouTube can no longer be searched on Google. Really? Yeah. They blacklisted it. Took it off. So there's a lot of people raising hell. And, you know, I can see it. I'm not one that's for people that blow up abortion clinics and shit. Don't get me that. Don't get me wrong. That's crazy fuckers. Oh, absolutely. But if a person wants to believe the way they want to believe, if they're pro-life... They're pro-life. I mean, it's just they got their views. You got your views. I mean, it's not. I mean, you can't tell somebody yeah, else not, they're wrong. I mean, to me, yeah, I'm against yeah, censorship of any kind. Yeah, right. that's all I was gonna say. I, yeah, I don't think. Any, yeah, 
That's me. I mean, if you're going to tell other people what they've got to think and you're going to say, okay, your opinions are stupid so you can no longer speak it or talk about it anymore, then we've already come to the conclusion that we've already proven everything they say is right in the first place. Yeah. Everything they're telling, they're, they're trying to tell people is true. Because, you, because, I mean, hell, that doesn't make any sense. Now, I don't think they should tell me that I can't watch something on TV. But in the same aspect, I shouldn't tell them what they can do. Or what they can't do, as long as it's just, not as long as it's not affecting somebody else's rights. I'm just looking at this now, and it looks like it was a few. Um, it was a few ones that involved violence. I think. Oh, well, that's the case. Then hell, let them go. Then I don't need violence. Because, like, I just uh, I just went on YouTube and I just looked up uh, pro life. Hold on, so I actually shut the window. So. Looking up pro-life, just pro-life, which is going to skew my search results pretty bad. So I'm going to get a bunch of right-wing videos that I recommended after this. <laughs> and, um... A lot of Mike Pence ads. Yeah, pretty much. Um, him calling his wife mother, which is not creepy at all. <laughs> um, and it's just... Yeah, I mean, I'm seeing pro-life videos, but um, none of the marches are the violent ones. Oh, okay. Yeah. Once right. where violence broke out, I should say. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Oh, um, yeah, I am too. It does seem, and here again, I, I don't have a dog in this fight because I don't, I don't have a, a political persuasion per se, but it does seem like conservatives are more likely to get censored. And uh, I'm pro-choice, but I, I totally agree with you, Shane. If you're pro-life, you should be able to voice your, your uh, opinions along with anybody else on any platform. And these platforms shouldn't be taking sides. If, they, if they're going to be making money off of the public, then they should give the public equal access. Yeah, they should isn't be there, non-biased. Isn't there an interesting court case coming up about that? About yeah, Twitter? That, that's... Yeah, that's going to get kind of dicey. Well, I'd be anxious to hear, uh, find out how that kind of uh, pans out. What some of the arguments are. Do you have any idea when that's going to um, when that's going to hit the court? No, I don't. But I know I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. I got two little stories I wanted to ask about real quick. Have you heard about this NBA player, Enes Cantor? Not right offhand. I don't know what that is. Um, he is being accused by the Turkish government of terrorist organization being affiliated with him. He's denying really? it. Really? Yeah, and I don't, I don't think it's true either. I think what it is is this guy, he's made some statements out. Because he is part, I think he is Turkish, but he don't, I mean, he's from there, but he don't, he's been long gone. And he's made some statements about the president over there. This Recep Tayyip or whatever the hell his damn name is. Or Dodin, Nogan, or whatever. Said he's made statements against him, and they're calling over there not only for his arrest, but they want him to be extradited back to Turkey. And he said that's a joke. He said if I ever got extradited there, I'd never live. He said I'd be dead, and he would be. He's compared this guy to a modern day Hitler. Now a lot of people will argue with me, and that's okay if they want to. But it's it's funny that they've said this because I have a list in my drawer of countries that I'm kind of weary of, and Turkey is one of them. I don't like that leader, never liked him at all. And um, uh, I think he's going to be in the long, in the, it may be in the little ways off, but I think he's going to be a, a problem of some sort. But, uh, huh? Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, they've already, I mean, Turkey, they're going to, they're already, hell, they got, they're going to be, they'll end up siding with Syria in the long run eventually because cause they're already friends with them. Hmm. Turkey is. Turkey. Turkey yeah. used to be pretty moderate until a lot of those imams and other uh, right. fundamentalist Muslims took over. Oh, yeah, it's not been, but here recently, that Turkey's gotten like this. I mean, this, I mean, hell, 40 years ago, you didn't even think nothing of them. But it's just here do lately. We have, do we have an extradition treaty with them? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know either. I mean, that'd be an important question right there as to... Like, what happens if we tell them no? <laughs> right. If we have that treaty in place, because you can't exactly violate that. Right. Yeah, I agree with him, though. If he did go back, he'd be a dead man. They'd kill him and say some accident happened. Oh, like that journalist in Saudi Arabia a couple months yeah. ago? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. 
kind of, he fell and then somehow mysteriously chopped himself up and put himself in bags. Was, yeah. Uh, Damn. Killed himself with three gunshots to the back of the head, you know. Yeah. Funny how that works. But, uh, so we'll see how that goes. I don't think he's ever going to get extradited. Lord God, I hope not. But, uh, they might as well just kill him before he gets on the plane if they do. I'm just telling you like it is. Yep. I think it also depends, too. Is is he a dual citizen or is he an American citizen? I mean, right. there's a I, lot of factors in play here. I haven't heard about this. Yeah, I, it just has broke news today, and I just happened to see it on, a, on one of the sites. Uh, but, uh, yeah, if you Google it, it's, his name is E-N-E-S, Cantor with a K. It po- it'll pop up, I'm sure. Really? Okay. Because yeah, it's making news. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about is opioid use in the United States. This is probably my last one. 85, 85% of the world's opioid use is in the U.S. And we make up oh, fi- 5% of the world's population. Yep, and I've said it before. We're the users. We enable all the uh, people who want to cr- uh, sell drugs across the border. We enable them. Yeah. We wouldn't, we wouldn't need a wall if it wasn't for that demand, but go ahead. And they got this many people using these. And if they want to tell you that marijuana is this, I'm like, dude, they've already said that everywhere that's been legalized, opioid use has gone down. Well, yeah, that's in part because people are actually able to go out and buy it so they can deal with the opiate uh, withdrawals right, better. Right. Right. There is 250 million prescriptions given out every year by doctors. That's just as prescriptions given out by doctors. That's like one for every adult in the United States. I just don't understand. It's because it's a money-making business. I don't buy it. But when I was telling Christina the story today, Christa, uh, she told me that Viagra has went from $50 a pill to uh, $100. Or the prescriptions went from 50 to to $100, whichever. It's double. Because all it is is a money-making scheme, and people are damn too stupid to see it. Well, you saw what happened with EpiPens this past year, right? Oh, yeah, they went crazy. Yeah, they went up in price something like twelve thousand or twelve hundred percent. Good, some God. ridiculous number. And you can't justify that, man. Well, and only one company has the patent for the particular formula, too. So they can just raise prices and do whatever they want. Uh, and for life-saving medicines such as you know epiphedrine, I mean that's that should be criminal. Oh yeah, there's something I, wrong there. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you one hundred percent. Uh, yeah, I read a statistic recently that said that uh, you're more likely to die of an overdose now than die in a car accident, as of stats this past year. Like, there have been more deaths right. uh, due to opiates than car accidents. Right. Wow. Which, man, that's that's freaky, if true. Man, I tell you, something's going to have to be done about it. I mean, I realize this, I think it's this country i don't know why it's so many other than we're just a self-entitled bunch of assholes for the most part not all of us but for the most part we don't uh, have yeah there's no doubt there's no we, doubt we don't have we don't know what it's like to ever struggle a lot of us we can say we do but we don't really fucking know i mean i'm talking about really struggle like some of these other countries out here have had to struggle we've been fortunate, we've been fortunate yeah. to be born in this country yeah, struggling like those Chinese families that make your iPhones. That's yeah, struggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, we got kids at five years old already using damn iPhones. And stuff like this in this country. We've just become entitled. Whereas in other countries, we have kids that were eight years old using guns. But yet, we're the unhappiest people around. You ever thought about that? Have you ever really stopped and thought about that? We're in a country where everybody's got a fucking phone, everybody's got a TV, everybody's got this, hell, more than one TV. We've got all this shit going on in our houses. we got all this stuff, stuff, stuff. But when you open up the fucking cabinet, guess what we also got? A bunch of goddamn mood pills because we're fucking depressed all the damn time. 
But guess what? Yep. You can go to a third world country and you'll see the happiest fucking family sitting out there with hardly a fucking bite to eat. Think about that, people. Well, you know, I want to I want to be very clear here. I, I uh, I'm very much a patriot in terms of I think the United States, for the most part, is is, is a great country. Well, me too. However, however, there's no <laughs> doubt that there is an element that's spoiled here. I, I could ask you you guys a number of questions. Um, and anybody listening, anyone listening in the continental United States, um, has there been a battlefield within 100 miles of your home in the last century? Oh, no. no. Right. Have, you ever, have you ever worried about your kids stepping on a landmine on the way to school? Yeah. No. Uh, have you ever had to turn off your lights in your hometown because there's a possible air raid? No, no. Um, has there ever been a concentration camp within 500 miles of your home? In the last 150 years? No. Okay, in just about every other country, the answer to at least one of those types of questions, and possibly more, is going to be yes. The United States, when we talk about our right to spit on the sidewalk, we don't realize how important, how how precious those rights really are, and, and what it took to preserve them. And the people alive to get today, like I just said, have ex- haven't experienced any of these things that are commonplace in just about everywhere else, to some degree. Uh, and uh, we really haven't gotten a good dose of terrorism until the last 20 years, like other countries have had it for half a century. Oh, yeah. I so, remember when 9-11 happened and everybody in America was screaming about it. There were people out there who were going, well, it's about time for your turn, you know? I mean... This happens to us every day. Like, look at Israel and look at other areas where people routinely blow themselves up. Yeah. It kind of seemed akin to me as, like, they punched the bully in the face and now he wants revenge, you know? Yeah. I don't know. But uh, I'm just saying, you know, be mindful that this is what it's all about. It's pharmaceutical companies trying to take your money. They don't. I'm not saying that to all of them, but they don't all. They, they look to get you hooked, man. Don't you see that? They give you this shit, get you used to it, get you on it, and then all of a sudden you think you need this shit every damn day. One of my friends had his uh, wisdom teeth pulled out in Pittsburgh, and his doctor gave him a skirt for 30 Oxycontins. Oh, God. Yeah, he, he took like one, didn't like it, and flushed them. Good. That's how I did with Vicodin. Took one, flushed the rest Yeah, I mean, you know what really pisses me off is one of these days I'm going to get hurt or something. I'm not going to be able to get any damn pain pills. Yeah, you're going to be the one really wanting them. <laughs> you exactly. Because you ain't going to abuse it no way. You just go yeah, like, yeah. They're going to be like, sorry, sir, we don't do that anymore. But we got two Tylenol for you. <laughs> yeah, have fun with that broken femur. That's what yeah. I look. That's what I look over and say, Billy man, don't worry about it. I got something at the house for you. <laughs> <laughs> I bring it, man. I guess I'm one of those either fortunate or unfortunate people who like can't take painkillers. They make me really sick every time I do. Like I can't oh, even take aspirin without wanting to throw up all day. Well, wow. so I don't know if I ever get seriously hurt in a crash. I'm pretty much screwed. <laughs> wow. I mean, I, the Flexerol, I really didn't like when I took it one time. I didn't like the way it made me feel at all, the muscle relaxer. And I, damn, I threw, I flushed all them down the damn toilet. Yeah, that was the stuff that knocked Quinn out on your couch the one time. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I, I can see why. Hell, that made me go for a loop. I didn't make, that made me feel plum funny. I said, man, I ain't taking no more of this shit. And I just flushed them. I said, I ain't taking that shit. But, um. That's about all I got. I just wanted to, you know, let you think about that for a little bit. Chew on that thought for a little bit. We're supposed to be so damn god-awful happy around here. Got this and got that. Got all the best technology at our fingertips, but we're all depressed as hell. Could it possibly be yep. that we're not communicating with each other anymore? And we're not really talking things out anymore because we're too busy texting it out to somebody. Let me tell you something. Texting is never going to replace the same emotion that you get from human contact. Never can't be done you can text all day but if you don't have that human contact 
and you don't have the way to communicate with someone else on a one-on-one basis, your whole life, you, you, trust me, you'll become a fucking hermit. I've seen it. What if I want to be a hermit? If you want to be, go ahead. I don't want to be. Okay. <laughs> I mean, do I want to stay away from assholes? Yeah. But people that I want to talk to, my family, my friends, no, I want them around as much as I can. Not every day, but I do like to see them, talk to them. I want to be able to communicate with someone. I wouldn't want to be in a world by myself. I hate myself half time, man. If I lived in the world by my damn self, I wouldn't live long, probably. Before I got sick of myself. So you got to have human connection. So maybe if we got, you know, took a little time out to converse each day with people. Converse, you know, have some time with your kids at home and talk to them. Ask them how their damn day went instead of them disappearing into another room and you're lucky if you see them the next morning when it's time for them to go to school again. Communicate with them. And you might see some things turn around in your own life because you can't change the whole world, but you can change you. Well, that being said, that's all I really got. Y'all have a good one. Uh, we'll be back Monday night here at 11 o'clock. Monday night, right. Thank you. You got anything? I'm good. You good? Yeah, just stay safe driving this weekend. Yeah, if you're around here especially, yeah, it's going to be snowing piling up. So, yeah. The snow kind of makes other drivers stupid, so, you know, yeah. oh, just yeah. be careful. Yeah. I love it when I'm taking my time going down the road and here comes somebody sliding down the road, coming right by, right beside me. I'm like, yep, there goes a dumbass. Yeah, the ones with the four-wheel drive who tailgate you. Oh, yeah. It's like, dude, I have a little four-cylinder engine car, man. Like, start- I'm so sorry that you can't waste the extra five seconds it would take to, you know, go around me, but, you yeah. know. I tell them, I'll start pointing at the rear end, tell them to go ahead and hit it. Hell, I'm insured. I'll take a new car, asshole. <laughs> I like to blow him a kiss. <laughs> oh, damn. Anyhow, we'll be back Monday night at 11 o'clock. Y'all be safe, be careful, and have a good weekend. As we watch the suburban garden gnome carefully, carefully without disturbing it, we notice that it moves like not at all. It's inanimate and utterly without brain function. But despite that, when a garden gnome hears about how Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them access to licensed agents 24-7 online and over the phone, it's clear to them you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. But on second thoughts, maybe don't watch garden gnomes too carefully. People might talk. Introducing my new $4.99 Spicy Chicken Strips Combo. 100% all-white meat strips with crunchy batter and the perfect kick of spice. The chicken is bigger, tastier, and only $4.99 with fries and a drink. Go get it. Plus tax. Limited time only. Price and participation varies. Three-piece combo with small drink and fries.